0: Hello and welcome to the No Name podcast. Hello It's about the n b a and yeah, so this is our first podcast, and I'm Noah and you're I'm Dave and we are of different generations, so I don't know what're coming up with a clever name, but we don't have a name quite yet yeah, I so, think i
1: I last spent a lot of time watching the n b a about twelve years before you were born yeah so, so we have yeah comparable. Frame of reference.
0: So I will probably know about 100 times more than him, but, you know.
1: And I will keep saying stuff like, John Stockton was the most underappreciated point guard of all time.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'll say about Chris Paul, because I'm a Clippers fan. But, uh, (laughs) you know, just because he hasn't gone to a conference finals, that doesn't mean he's not good, all right? I want everybody to know that. All right, so I guess we'll start off by talking about MVP.
1: MVP is a good place to start.
0: Yeah. Who would you say?
1: You know, it's going to be Curry because he's the most talked about player on a most talked about team.
0: Yeah, he got more votes for the All-Star game than LeBron. Yeah,
1: and, and LeBron is... It, every year LeBron's been in the league, I've thought, realistically, you can call him the MVP because he's been the person... the biggest. call the, the, biggest the MVP effect. this year. <laughs> right. This, this year, I feel better about not having him as the MVP.
0: I feel like it's kind of... He feels like he's gypped because of voter's fatigue, which I guess kind of comes into play. I feel like if this was the first year that he was eligible to get an MVP, he would be more in the Right,
1: because nobody nobody puts up numbers and pulls games and across the whole season than, than he does. But I gotta say, you know, if you want a player who has put his team on his back and said, I'll carry you... Harden. Well, I was going to say Westbrook actually.
0: Westbrook? Yeah. They're, they didn't even make the playoffs. Well, I know.
1: That's the that's the that's right. if they made the playoffs, then he's the guy cuz he said I'll carry you and they got somewhere. And unfortunately this season he said I'll carry you and they didn't go anywhere. So yeah, Harden also.
0: I, I think the problem is with Westbrook though, is when he's the when he's the lead guy, he they don't get wins cuz he gambles too much on defense without Durant when Durant's the main guy, they win games. When Westbrook is the main guy, they don't win games. I mean, sure, it'll help to have Durant back, but if they run the if they still run the offense through Westbrook, I still don't think they'll be the sixty almost sixty win team that they were last year if they don't run the offense through Durant.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, Westbrook has not been winning games by being the main guy. I just but I look at him and say, you know, a an MVP player went down and he picked up the slack like. Not a lot of players could.
0: I mean, here's the thing: you look at the lead leaders right here, and you could. There's so many MVP candidates. It's just it's such a comparative year. Like you can <laughs> look at Westbrook, Harden, LeBron, Anthony Davis. Not really, yeah. DeMarcus. Cause Stephen Curry. You can yeah. look at.
1: My, my next favorite is is Anthony Davis actually. Really. N- people haven't put up numbers all well, around yeah, numbers the, the way he's the last putting them up.
0: Was LeBron then MJ then Will? I yeah, think. I
1: mean he's. He's historic levels of of numbers that he's uh, across the board numbers. I he's think he'll get up.
0: like three or four throughout his entire career. I just think it's too early. They barely made the playoffs. I think once that team develops a little bit, they will be getting more.
1: So who do you think's going to take it? Everybody seems to be saying Curry's going to get it, but I, as you were pointing out to me the other day, his numbers really aren't that great.
0: I know. I mean, he's six in scoring, which I mean is decent. I mean, he shoots fifty percent from the three. Right. Point and, I mean, line. that's
1: the detraction from his points. He just keeps but, shooting.
0: He's, like, his assists... Let me see. He averages seven assists. And usually the MVP is supposed to make their teammates better. And while, yes, when you take Curry and Harden off the floor, both of their teams are absolutely terrible, but you think that if you replace Stephen Curry with George Hill, the Warriors would still be around a 40 or 50-win team.
1: Right. And you take Harden off the floor. <laughs> and the Nothing Rockets, good's happening there. No.
0: that And he's the only good free throw shooter on that entire
1: team plus he's got the good facial hair yeah okay
0: never, you're just reaching that beard you don't know You to pull out, out you never
1: or... know what you can pull out yeah, yeah no, i know and you and i said this the other day i mean I, it's it's always a tough spot with the mvp vote because it is is it
0: the, best, is player it the
1: best player on the best team or is it the player who means the most to his team and the player who means the most to his team doesn't necessarily mean the team's doing any good
0: yeah well i think i think if you were to look up most valuable in the dictionary, that's probably what it would be. Oh smart Alec. <laughs> but you know, whatever.
1: So I know. and so who's, so I mean, who's perso- your pick? You had if you had a vote, who would you vote for? Harden. Hmm.
0: And that's like that's it. not that's not just because I'm a Clippers fan and I hate Stephen Curry, but I do think that.
1: Oh, the guys, yeah, the guys are good. I I think push come to shove. I like Anthony Davis. But, again, it's I think I mean, there's no question I think Curry's going to win it because he's sort of got this momentum on his side.
0: I mean, I just think when you look at Harden's numbers, Harden is only .3 assists less than Curry. Yet he scores, like, ten more points than him a game almost. He, like, gets more free throws. He gets, does he get more rebounds? Yeah, I think he does. Oh, he must.
1: Yeah. Yeah, see so- my old personal eyes I, he, can't see the screen as well he, as yours.
0: He just gets a... He gets tons of one.
1: Oh, he's a, he's a monster in there.
0: Yeah. Almost so, as good as Westbrook, just not quite.
1: <laughs> so, so, we're, so we've listed basically everyone who we'd be interested in Chris voting Ball. for, except, uh yeah.
0: He played all 82 games this season, not just because I'm a Clippers right. fan, but he's carried that team. They'd have, they didn't have Blake Griffin half the season, and they're the That's third seed in the West.
1: True, and this has been a season really about injuries almost as much as anything else. And to have a have a player that good who can play eighty two games, it's pretty yeah. awesome.
0: Same with DeAndre Jordan, which brings us to our next topic: defensive player of the year. Yeah, what a transition! I know. That was a perfect oh, transition because because
1: that's my vote. He's that's so incredibly athletic. You, I watch a couple weeks ago. I'm watching. am at the gym watching ESPN highlights, and I'm far enough away and without my glasses, so I can't really see who's who, who the who the the highlights are. And it's, and it's Jordan, except I think it must be some, you know, point guard or shooting guard because he's flying through the air with these dunks, I mean, from 10 feet away. Just You're so acrobatic. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: That's
1: what I thought. But yeah, I mean, the guy is athletic. Like, nobody's business.
0: DeAndre Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, part of the reason is he's the scare factor. Like, nobody wants to go in the... Like, I've actually... When we were at the Celtics game a couple of weeks ago, when we went... Hmm. I could act like when there was a Celtics player, he literally de- he didn't know where DeAndre Jordan is. He was driving in the basket and he just like stopped and like froze and he like decided alright. Wow. He like just stopped that he's like he's like looking around like where is he? He like puts it up shot blocked. It's,
1: yeah. Well yeah, there haven't been players in the paint like that in a long time, I feel like.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I know this has nothing to do with defense, but he's aver- he has the second best Field goal percentage of all time behind Wilt Chamberlain, Jordan,
1: DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, wow, I I was unaware of that. Yeah, that's seventy inc- per- that's incredible.
0: Seventy percent to Wilt wow. seventy
1: two. And and I mean I know they're both big guys, but Wilt could stand there and just you know slam the ball over everybody. <laughs> he was a huge powerful presence, but yeah, wow, Jordan, I did I didn't realize that, but yeah, I mean I I you know I back in the day in the late eighties early nineties there were a lot of there were a handful of good centers who, like you said, people would go into the lane and they'd look around for somebody before they shot, but you don't I see think, a lot of that these days.
0: I think nowadays, though, some of the old legends, like, they were, like, amazing for their time, but I feel like some of them would just get, like, beat the crap out. Oh, of oh, yeah, they were nice They game. were not
1: the athletes they are now, but just yeah. the idea of somebody looking first to see where their defender was instead of looking first to score, I mean...
0: Yeah, I feel kind of... I almost feel like not a good person for not saying Kawhi Leonard because <laughs> he had like seven steals against the Warriors, four of them, which he just like took out of Stephen Curry's hand.
1: Excuse us on that one. That would be our guard dog.
0: Well then. <laughs> that was...
1: But at least we can shut the door. Huh?
0: One second. You can know that. All right. We're back. And sorry about that. Somebody knocked on the door, the dog went crazy, and then there was nobody there. So, um, spooky. Ghosts. Yep, pretty much. So... So
1: Where were we? We were talking about how awesome DeAndre Jordan is? Kawhi Leonard. Oh, okay, right. We've moved on.
0: And then, I think Draymond Green was the leader for Defensive Player of the Year until, like, Kawhi Leonard came back, and then everybody's like him. But I've heard a lot of people say DeAndre Jordan.
1: That's the one I like. I just... I love how athletic the guy is. You
0: know what was funny? On NBA.com, they have, like, a, like every two days, they put out, like, a new poll on the front page, and one of them was, who is your defensive player of the year? They didn't even list DeAndre Jordan. And really? it just says, like, th- three or four guys, and then other, and, like, other was the second most voted, because everybody's like, why is DeAndre Jordan not on here?
1: Right, wow. Well, you know, you never know who, who does those votes.
0: Yeah, but uh, Kawhi Leonard was voted the most. I expected Draymond Green, because people are bandwagoning. The Warriors, like, crazy. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's...
1: And you understand it. This is a team with no history of success and...
0: The Warriors? Yeah. Well...
1: Moderate success, but...
0: They've won a championship. A couple championships. Not recently. Not recently. <laughs> the Cavs, they won a championship. They, they, yeah, right. I heard it's, like, been, like, 65 years or something since they won one. This, they won a championship. And they've yeah. had
1: good teams. They just haven't gotten it.
0: And <clears throat> Jordan. <laughs>
1: And, you know, had they only. Not DeAndre <laughs> Right. Had, had they only chosen slightly different with their, what was it, the second pick in that draft or the first pick in that draft? They skipped over that underappreciated guard from North Carolina.
0: I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure the Rockets got the first pick in that draft and they selected Hakeem. Cavs got the second Right. They, and they though.
1: took who? They Brad Doherty? I think so. Yeah.
0: yeah. See, this is the kind of stuff you know more than me, mm.
1: though. <laughs> right now I feel smart, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Doherty was a good player, but he was no Michael Jordan.
0: All right, hold on. I have a trivia question. Oh jeez, yeah. I'm gonna prove that I'm smarter about the NBA than you. This is a shouldn't be too hard. Shooter. Okay. Who is the worst free throw shooter in the NBA? Currently? Yeah.
1: Oh my God, I have the foggiest idea.
0: Joey Dorsey at like 28 percent or something like that.
1: <laughs> Who the heck is Joey Dorsey? I don't know. I just keep. <laughs>
0: So whenever he plays, teams just foul him because <laughs> he never, ever makes a free throw. That's
1: terrible. I you know I I can't tie my shoes without falling over, but I'm pretty sure I can hit more than three out of ten free throws. Yeah, it's pretty
0: bad.
1: Yeah, especially if that's my full-time job.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know.
1: Put the ball in the basket. That's good. I, yeah, I didn't see that stat coming. Rookie of the year. Um, Got to gotta go, go with the Sixers on this one.
0: Rookie of the year.
1: Rookie of the year, Leon. Noel, rather. Sorry, if you change the letters around.
0: You're gonna vote him over Andrew Wiggins.
1: I am. Yeah. He's had a better defensive year.
0: I mm, know, Andrew Wiggins has been pretty
1: good defensively. Oh, uh, so now we're just gonna be start pulling up stats now. Huh? Yeah.
0: Well, I think much. he's been
1: big. I think he's been huge to his team, and I think he. Uh... All right.
0: Andrew Wiggins scores 17 points a game. He gets a decent amount of assists, a decent amount of rebounds, and he has had some monster dunks over insane centers, which I know does not right. really decide if you are the rookie right. of the year, but it's But Noel,
1: easy. Noel may finish first in rookies in rebounds, blocks, and steals. All three. I but,
0: know, but I just don't think it matches the scoring of Andrew Williams. I mean when he scores 17 eight points number, as a rookie Yeah,
1: but he's number eight okay, i now I'm pulling up my stats. Number eight in the league in blocks he's a huge defensive player uh, for a crappy team.
0: I know, but it's rookie. It's, well, <laughs> yeah, he, if there is defensive rookie of the year. Oh. Uh, no. Yeah. I think. Oh, uh, Wiggins
1: is going to get it. I don't think there's any question, really, that he's going to get it. I just like, <laughs> I just like Noel better. All right. And maybe because I'm a contrarian and just because everyone's going to go Wiggins. I just.
0: Yeah. That, see, I usually like rooting for somebody that not everybody goes for, but I just, I just don't yeah. see how you can vote against Wiggins.
1: And then there's who's he what's this name I can't pronounce who plays for the Bulls. He's had a pretty good year although he hasn't and Colin Mierdage. Yeah. He's
0: like twenty six years old or something. Yeah, weird. <laughs> <Rookie>. <laughs> and he's a rookie.
1: But he hasn't quite pulled himself out of the pack on that one. No,
0: nah, he he's close though, him and Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton leads the um rookies and assists, I think.
1: No, does he, the, gets he like I, seven
0: I, assists a game or something? That's Stephen Curry numbers.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, but we already <laughs> debunked the Stephen Curry numbers. Yeah. Although I have to, I have to say, too, like I've, I've told you before, I like Stephen Curry, but mostly because I like his dad. Yeah, because that's how old Del-curry. I am. Del <laughs> Curry. All
0: right. Um, next award, most improved player.
1: Oh, I'm always terrible at this one. The, I uh, hate this one too.
0: I think everybody hates this one. Yeah,
1: uh, you, you, you know, because it's always last usually year,
0: last year was easy because it was
1: Draymond. Right, but and usually it's somebody coming off injury, and that's kind of a cheapskate one, because it doesn't mean they were bad before and they were good now. Um, yeah, I got I got almost nothing on this one. Um,
0: Rudy Gobert?
1: Not a bad choice. I just, you know, I'd like it to be somebody... You'll want it to be someone who's of a great season. Who was, you know, warm in the bench last year and I can't think of anyone really...
0: I know this is a strange one, but... Josh Smith with the Rockets. I mean, he went from starter to a bench player, but he's scoring more. He's putting up better numbers across the board.
1: That's not a bad call. I mean, yeah. and it's not that going from starter to bench doesn't mean anything bad. A lot of players have done that. I mean, again, I'll yeah, show my age. Older. Kevin McHale, one of the best non-starters in the history of basketball. But
0: I think Manu hasn't beat though for six men.
1: Yeah. okay. Yes. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> the one I should have gone with Ginobili on this one. Um, so, yeah, going from starter to bench doesn't mean you're not having a good year, but that's a good call. I wouldn't have thought of him.
0: Has Manu ever started? I mean, I'm sure he started lineups mm. for the Spurs. But he, right. Has he ever he's had it, a full a... year where he's believe, actually a starter? I don't believe he's
1: ever been a regular starter, like that anyone on, has said, that's our starter. Which is crazy when you think about how great a career he's had.
0: Yeah. But
1: I mean, what makes him better coming off the bench than starting the game? I
0: don't Jamal Crawford? I mean, they could easily start him over Matt Barnes yeah. on the Clippers. But I guess I like that fire. Out there. I mean, if you replace—I mean, let's be honest here. If you replace, if you switch Matt Barnes from Jamal Crawford, when you put the Clippers bench in, what would happen? Like they, like they're already the worst bench. All right. <laughs> That's actually one of our topics today: how they can survive in the playoffs with a terrible bench. Oh. But
1: uh. Well. Yeah. I like Yeah. Teams have done that before. I mean, that's your starters are good enough. They can carry you a long way.
0: Yeah, which they have have one of the best starting lineups in the entire NBA, but their bench is just horrendous. Although
1: I will say they rarely win championships. I mean, you go through, I mean, the whole second season is a big grind, and if you don't have people who can spell you, then...
0: Well, I think it's funny because, like, I think it was three years ago where the Clippers had, like, one of the best benches in the NBA. Doc Rivers comes in. He takes over Coach and GM, all right, here's, right. <laughs> here's secretly the worst move of the NBA in a, in the past couple of years. Doc Rivers traded Jared Dudley for basically nothing because he was injured the season before, and he didn't. He was like, oh, whatever. You're probably not going to be as good as you were before. Jared Dudley yeah, is having right. a career year. Yeah,
1: so and that's that he, a bad call. And he
0: he is the exact thing they need for their bench.
1: True. Yeah. You never know how those are going to go, though. I mean, it could have been.
0: And, oh my God, we don't need him on you, our you roster anymore. You know what's going to be funny. Seeing what? the Clippers try and f- get like their backups to play against the first round against the Spurs. Oh. Seeing Austin Rivers get defended right. by Kawhi Leonard, right? It's right. gonna be hilarious.
1: <laughs> that that'll be interesting. I mean, they they've got a really tough first round. I mean, yeah, and the
0: Spurs have one of the best benches. Right. In the I mean, NBA,
1: that's not so. a team you want to play with no bench. I mean, they are gonna they can grind you down.
0: Their, their bench is going to score more than the starters because the Clippers' bench is so terrible. I mean, the Spurs' right. bench almost scores more than the R- Stars. Right, I was say, there's, there's
1: nobody you compare them to where that they have a better bench than the Spurs, but, you know, the Clippers. The
0: Warriors the tough have one. better. Maybe have a better yeah,
1: bench. But there's no the other matchup you're going into where you say, oh yeah, we've got the better bench, you know, hands down.
0: Yeah, the Clippers, not.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, and then I think that's... I'm, Jumping topics, but that's going to make that a really interesting first <coughs> first round matchup.
0: And Hacka DeAndre. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Coach got,
0: Pop has used it before. And he's yeah, yeah. You
1: got, you got it. if you got a lot of players, you've got a lot of, players, thing, though, a lot of fouls both, to give.
0: Both the Mavericks and the Rockets both have terrible free throw shooters, and they're playing each other in the first round. I feel like McHale and Carlisle are just going to go back and forth fouling each other. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I read a review of that series the other day that basically said that nah, people, the whole the whole series is going to be. Where where to place your fouls so that the very worst of the worst free throw shooters are shooting?
0: I'm going to explain the Rockets and Mavs first round matchup in three sentences, all right? (laughs) Mark Cuban, fighting on Twitter, free throws, and Texas Showdown.
1: Well, well, the last (laughs) one's kind of an obvious. The free throw, (laughs) I just think the free throw is going to be the best storyline on that one. yeah, I mean, what do you... You know, because the, the conventional wisdom always used to be, well, you can't win close games and you can't win a series if you can't shoot free throws. But what happens if nobody can shoot free throws?
0: You know, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I saw this picture on Reddit um, that somebody posted. That since the Rockets won the two-seed after their game... Um, on the final night of the season, they put on the Pelicans game on TV, hoping that they would beat the Spurs, and like, oh. <laughs> you, like half the stadium stayed just like rooting for the oh, Pelicans. Really? You know? I hadn't heard that. And watching the Pelicans, it was pretty funny.
1: That is pretty funny. You got... <laughs> Not very often you get people in your own stadium rooting for another... Staying after the game, root for another team. Yeah, I like it.
0: Alright, that gets us to... do we, we miss any awards? Uh, sixth man. Sixth man. Isaiah Thomas.
1: Yeah, You know, I I hadn't really thought about him until the last week or so. He's, he's... He's...
0: I mean, let's let's look at the numbers, shall we? He's averaging 16 points a game, and he's, like, the... Recently, he's been averaging, like, 20 points a game, like, over the past couple of months for the Celtics. I think he's... Without him, the Celtics would not have made the playoffs.
1: Oh, I think that's absolutely right, yeah. I mean, and it's funny, I haven't... I hadn't been thinking about him because... And he's a six-man. Right. I mean, halfway through the season... I don't know. I didn't think very much of him, and then suddenly he's like,
0: "If he kept up, if he like keeps up the twenty points a game off the bench throughout like the the majority, because he's still young, he keeps that. He's not even in his prime yet. If he keeps that up throughout the majority of his career, he can make it onto the short list for six men of all time.
1: You think so? That's I mean, that's a big ten. That's a big jump for (laughs) him."
0: If mm-hmm. he kept up twenty points per game right. throughout his entire career coming off the right. bench, I mean. That but makes... that's
1: such a weird, that's such a weird honor because you know you keep scoring twenty points a game, someone's gonna someone's gonna take you and make you a starter, and then you're not best six man anymore. But, but uh, <laughs> again, yet there, people we were just saying there are people who've been great off the bench. But yeah, he's he's been having a great season. Like I said, I hadn't really thought about him at all for the last week or so, and then he's. Uh,
0: I think it's funny how people acted like the Suns' breakdown was his fault. <laughs> <laughs> the it wasn't the, the the they made terrible the, moves.
1: The, yeah, the sun, the sun, and which is too bad because last year, at the end of last year, they seemed poised to make a lot of really good moves.
0: I mean, let's let's look at what they did. They got they have three point guards who all want to be starters. They put right. them three together. No, why? Right.
1: I mean, that was going to be the obvious problem to avoid for them, but they didn't.
0: And and then at the trade deadline. Like, everything was just breaking down. Nobody wanted to be there. Dragic was like, all right, trade me, please, or I'm going to leave and give you nothing in return. Bledsoe actually wanted to stay. They traded away Isaiah Thomas, um, Plumlee. They traded away, like, two other point guards. They were just, like, point guard stacked. And now they're, like... They were on, like, 1-9 and of their last 10 of the season. Oh, yeah, well, they
1: gave it all away at the trade deadline. And they, they... They, and I don't even know what their plan was because it's not like they have
0: they any hope rate, tra- of getting for Brandon Knight. So their their plan is to pay Brandon Knight fifty million dollars, right? Right, but it they, they, it wasn't contract.
1: they weren't they weren't following a clear build for the future path. They weren't following a clear let's get good draft picks path. They were just they unloaded I people.
0: Think I heard that this that what the Suns wanted to do is they wanted all their players to be in the prime at the same time, so they were they were going to try and get all their players within two or three years of age, and that.
1: It's like, well, well yeah, you,
0: you, you can't have an entirely young team because there's some drama with the Morris twins like beating up some guy back in January that's just coming out, and they're doing an investigation on that. Just, the Suns are just depressing now. They were the feel-good story of last year. They, oh, yeah, gonna, they were.
1: Everyone was on their side last they're year. They're oh, my God, gonna, you would have been three seed, but now you're not in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: Now it's the whole depressing sons. Yeah. The setting kids. sons. Yeah,
1: and, and the idea of getting everybody in their prime at the same time. I mean, it sounds good when everybody's young at the same time. But
0: but you, you need the, some veteran players. Yeah, I and, mean, that's or, what, and you need what younger, younger players. Talk to, they went out and they offered KG money. So KG comes home. It's a feel-good story. He ends his career in Minnesota. Plus you get right. a veteran to teach, to mentor uh, the younger guys.
1: Exactly. And then at the, at the other side, I mean, that's great. They're in their prime together. And then when they're in their late prime... Everybody's at the end of their career, and you got nobody on your bench who's young or a spark. You just got a bunch of old guys. You know, just...
0: on the bench, <coughs> Clippers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. But not all their guys are at the end of their prime.
0: Yeah, everybody on that bench, Doc. I here's what the Clippers need. They need a GM. Doc, I like Doc Rivers the coach. I don't a like Doc Rivers the GM. Yeah, he, he was... says he wants to go out and get more old guys, and I was like. You wanna get out you wanna go out and get more washed up old veterans that were that were in their primes ten years ago? No. I saw this funny thing that said that the Spencer Hawes' best assist to the Clippers this year was getting the t shirt off the backboard during the Memphis Clippers game. <laughs> nice. That was the best thing he did for the Clippers all season. Wow, that's cold. It's sadly true. And it was yeah, the Clippers no. announcer who said it. Oh really? Yeah. I
1: hadn't heard that. Yeah, I mean, was, Doc. I Doc, the Doc worked a little bit of magic with the Celtics a few years ago, um, but yeah, I don't think he's been terribly impressive.
0: He needs. Since they then. they need to find Steve Ballmer. I know he's not really a basketball guy, so he's just like, oh, whatever. I'll just do whatever. But you know, you need to
1: have a plan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can you stop making so much noise? Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. First All NBA. I know you don't really have anything picked out for this, but...
1: Yeah. I'm not going to... You, you know, I... Are the, you,
0: uh, here's the problem with the... You have to look at the good guards in the NBA. You got well, Stephen Curry, you got James Harden, you got Russell Westbrook, you have Chris Paul, you have Kyrie mm, Irving, you have all these good point guards, but only two can make the first
1: all-game. Right. I, I would end up with, you know, like, four guards and a forward or four guards in a center or something like that. My first all NBA
0: team, my guards... Westbrook and Harden.
1: Oh, bold. Still disincurry, huh?
0: I, I, well, it's more the, I could see him as an MVP because he makes his team better, but first, being All right. on the all-NBA team is more about individual success.
1: Right, and he, and he is not. He's and not a perfect prototype point guard.
0: For an individual. And, right. well, you know, just in general.
1: Too. All right, but if, if you want, like, a great point guard. I mean, he's not a traditional great point guard. I mean, he scores, but as you said earlier, he should be a point guard, and an MVP is supposed to be making everybody else good.
0: Yeah. And my forwards, LeBron.
1: You have to have LeBron
0: and Anthony Davis.
1: I can totally agree with that one. I'm a few, <laughs> as you may have noticed, I'm a huge Anthony Davis fan.
0: Center. This is one's interesting. You got Marcus Hall or you got the Marcus Cousins.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of either one of those. I gotta tell you, they—I uh I don't know. See, but again, I'm showing my age. Again, I, I like—I loved the huge guys who would just stand there in the paint and just, you know, make everybody go away.
0: I'm going cousins.
1: I don't even know what the conventional wisdom on this is.
0: I don't either. I've, yeah, heard, <laughs> I've heard it's totally—I've sp- heard some yeah. people say DeAndre Jordan is their All NBA first. Center? Yeah. Or like
1: absolutely. I said, I like his athleticism, but I don't, I don't know. I agree if... with that. No. Him over
0: Cousins or Gasol.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I guess I'd have to go Cousins. Um, but again, I just feel like he's more... He has a... much
0: better individual.
1: Though. Well, I just and I think he seems like a more threatening presence in the paint. Now, for center, I always think I mean, I always, I mean, always think defense a lot when I think center as opposed to offense. But.
0: I guess I'll do my second and third. I know you don't have anything picked out, but I guess I'll say mine. For my second team, it's Curry and Paul. For guards, for forwards, I would have to go.
1: Hold on, who were your first two guards? First team guards.
0: Westbrook and Harden.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: And then I would go Kawhi for my second uh, forward. And
1: I know you're a big Paul fan. I'm surprised you didn't put him on the first team.
0: I just can't justify putting him on over Westbrook or Harden, if you look at individual success. But Even though he's had a lot of success this year. Learned, he's having a career year,
1: He is, yeah. That's why I was kind of surprised. I know you like him. He said, so this is as good as he gets. Yeah? yeah.
0: And Kawhi. Lamarcus. Good choice. And center would be Gasol. Right. And then for my third team it would be Kyrie and Lillard.
1: Yeah, really. I wouldn't see that. And my
0: forwards would be Blake Griffin and Paul Millsap.
1: Yeah, it's funny to see Blake fall so much since like 2 years ago. Everyone's so he was he was the Well, he's been injured this year. Yeah, I know, but had 2 years ago. He was the he was the Stephen Curry 2 years ago. Everybody loved him and I always feel like feel he never quite leaving, panned out the same way.
0: I feel so bad leaving John Wall off the guards. I feel so bad leaving, like... I mean, Randy Whitman's been terrible, but John Wall's still been good.
1: John Wall's been great, but I... When you've got no other real scoring threats, you know, from his position... I feel his, bad Jimmy
0: Butler off oh, there. no. Yeah. There's... And there's some... I didn't... There's not one Bulls player on any of my lists. That's just sad. I... Jimmy Butler's well, the, a good well, one but for every, most improved. But
1: everyone in the Bulls is fighting for minutes. I mean, there's no...
0: Well, the players n- that play get, the, get 36 minutes a game because that's right, Tom Thibodeau's...
1: Right, right, and then nobody else gets anything. It's, it's. Uh, I don't think on the Bulls anyone so, gets a real chance to show how good or bad they, they really are. And then
0: my center would be DeAndre.
1: Right.
0: Now, here's my question. The Thunder are reevaluating Scott Brooks. They they do it every year, but they're doing it more into it this year. If they fire Scott Brooks, do you think the Bulls get rid of Thibodeau and the Thunder go and pick up Thibodeau?
1: Oh, that's an interesting thought. Or it's, the Magic. It's it wouldn't be a bad idea for the Thunder. I uh, I think Thibodeau's a good coach. I think he just he, one of the best. Yeah, it's been a weird time in Chicago lately.
0: Do you um, think if. Toronto loses in round one to the um, Wizards. Do you think Toronto fires Dwayne Casey? Yeah. Do you think anybody picks him up?
1: No. No. But I think you're, when we were talking about the Wizards the other day, and whether they, if they win the first round, um, it's I, almost worse for them because the coaching.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then they keep Whitman. Nobody right. would pick up Whitman.
1: I don't think anyone will pick up Whitman, but it certainly seems like he's enough on the cusp with. Washington. That if they win or, or for a round of the playoffs, they'll keep him, and it almost seems like the worst-case scenario.
0: Do you think if Toronto goes to the second round, do you think they fire Casey?
1: No, I think it's like Whitman. I think I think one round of success for either of those guys gets him another year of employment.
0: Do you think? I don't know I'm asking all these coach questions. <laughs> do you think? If Anthony Davis didn't hit that buzzer beater to get the tiebreaker over the Thunder, do you think that would have lost Monty Williams' job?
1: <laughs> oh that's a good question. Uh, because
0: one bu- one half-court yeah. buzzer beater do- yeah, was pretty much the it. difference between Monty Williams staying yeah. and getting
1: fired. Wow, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought of it that way. Could be. I mean, I, I mean that's, uh, yeah, I mean, it might have. Because yeah. then they probably would Another, be out of the playoffs. Right, and to just have that much potential not get anywhere, <laughs> it's the coach's job. Yeah. I think he would be out of job.
0: Coach of the year. Bud.
1: Yeah. The, uh, there aren't that many choices here.
0: <laughs> There's Kerr, Kidd, and right. Brad Stevens. Those are the other three. Yeah.
1: I I, I want to vote Kerr, but...
0: I don't. Yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I want to vote thought...
1: him, but that team has a lot of talent, you know.
0: I think it was kind of... He got into a lucky situation well, so, the Yeah, Warriors. the team The team I mean, has, has a lot of up talent. up a 50-win team... I mean, he did make them a historically great team, but I just think that Boone Holzer takes the 30-win Hawks and makes yeah. them a 60-win team. I mean,
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it has to be him, but uh I think Kerr's
0: But I wouldn't, Kerr, yeah, I, say, I wouldn't be surprised if there's
1: Kerr, yeah, let's say if I wouldn't be surprised if Kerr got it.
0: There's going to be a couple votes for Jason Kidd cuz he took the 15-win Milwaukee Bucks and turned them into a 40-win team.
1: Right, for a, in a franchise nobody wants to play for.
0: The, they have a bright future, though. They have a lot of oh, the young Oh, they do, yeah. Players. But the,
1: but their their ability to get mature, tested free agents over the years has has been terrible. And I, I think mean, well, a lot of it's because they're games. in the middle of freaking Minnesota in the middle of the winter time. Nobody wants to go up there.
0: That's not Minnesota.
1: What are you talking about? Who are you talking about?
0: The Bucks.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Mil- Milwaukee, Minnesota, whatever. <laughs>
0: Oh god, yeah, and then.
1: North, no, I'm thinking northern, northern Midwest.
0: Kind of the same thing with Stevens. I know he was the coach last year, but he turns them into a forty win team.
1: Also impressive. I I wouldn't be surprised if, if if Kerr got the.
0: Yeah, I hope, Bud gets it though.
1: He certainly did something magical in Atlanta. And, and, until they got arrested and, seen, and beaten up by the cops,
0: I've seen I. <laughs> I've seen their like, videos of their practices, and they just, like, they just, like, run around, all they do is just, he's, like, so chill with them, he's just, like, you know, I'll pass it here, pass it here, and he's, like, alright, let's pick up the pace now, and he's, like, just, like so calm. He just lets them play. And he just, like, lets them, like, just pass it around, like, all, all they do is just, they just pass it around the arc, and then, like, they get a shot inside or whatever, and that's all, that's all, that's their That's practice. their practices? Wow. Yeah.
1: That's what someone well, back in the day, have a practice with invisible basketballs. There was no basketball on the court. They would just, but they played a whole half-court game pretending to throw the basketball to each other. I found it very hard to defend when you couldn't see the basketball, but <laughs> but apparently it served a purpose.
0: We did that as a joke one time at school. We didn't have a ball outside, so we were trying to play this game, so we just, like, pretended. and was...
1: You end up with with hard-fought games. It was fun. Qu- qu- yeah. qu-
0: <laughs> Anyways... All right, so I guess we'll do playoff predictions next.
1: Oh, those are fun.
0: Um, just name who you think's gonna win, and if you feel like it, then do how many games. Win it all. No, the first round. We'll do the first round.
1: Oh, okay. I thought. Um, okay, I think. Yes, oh.
0: I would just start. Start with the East. Start with one eight two seven.
1: Yeah, right. 6, okay. 4, uh, Atlanta beats Brooklyn because Brooklyn. I don't know. I never. I never even felt like they wanted to be in the. Playoffs, they don't. They just, yeah. They,
0: Do you think it's a sweep?
1: Yeah, I think it's a sweep.
0: I think it's a sweep too.
1: Yeah, I think the interesting one in the East is Cleveland, Boston, because I
0: think because just
1: because of the whole. I don't
0: think it's going to be a sweep. It's definitely not a sweep, right? But I but think it goes. The
1: history there is just interesting.
0: Five or six, five or six for me. If Boston can steal a game in Cleveland, then it'll go to six. Yeah. If yeah. Boston doesn't, then
1: they. I, I mean, Cleveland in five is what I'm thinking, but.
0: I think it would be. interesting. I, I heard an interesting way that they said that it'll be a tight series. If Cleveland absolutely just like kills Boston by like 50 points in the first game so then they underestimate them in the second game they're like ah, whatever we're just gonna... They take one... Boston takes one in Cleveland. Okay. Boston goes back home. Cleveland takes the lead again. Boston's like whoa we gotta defend home court. They take the next game. And then Cleveland's just like alright let's just get this over with and they just... Go all out the last two games, and they take it in six.
1: I could see that, but I, I I think five's more reasonable. I mean, yeah. I, I, but probably. I do love all the people talking about. Oh, well, you know, LeBron. LeBron versus Cleveland versus Boston, and LeBron you can't do yeah. Cleveland. Well, yeah. Well, that would be even better.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Imagine if you played <laughs> the Cavs in the playoffs on the Heat.
1: That would have been fun, or very very violent. one <laughs>
0: Be, uh, I would be surprised if you didn't get shot walking out of the Yeah, locker. that would that would have
1: been interesting, yeah. The uh Chicago Milwaukee, I almost don't even really care. Um six. <laughs> six. What?
0: Six or seven games? Or do you think a sweep?
1: Oh no, I I Chicago in six games is what I would say. Yeah. Um I but I just, you know, they're just
0: The Bucks can put up a strong fight.
1: Yeah, and Chicago's got a lot of talent that I just feel like they never quite get all in the right place at the right time. Um, I mean, they were supposed to be contenders the last few years, but.
0: Dark Rose. And, yeah, I mean, but well, I mean, eventually all it's not now. right. They're all healthy right now. But they
1: don't even know, they've never had that before. They don't know what to do with all healthy players. <laughs> yeah. How do they balance out? I think the minutes is a problem with them. But but they'll win. I think Toronto, Washington. Um,
0: it's going to go seven.
1: And I think Washington takes it. I.
0: You think Washington? I think Washington takes it. I think Toronto takes it in really? seven. In seven? I just think that Randy Whitman's strategy is absolutely
1: crazy. Yeah, I know you don't like Whitman very much. I no, I, I guess I, I I just think...
0: I don't think anybody likes Whitman very much. No, I not Even know. Wizards fans want them to lose, so they <laughs> <four> <laughs> that's well,
1: that's true. Maybe, maybe the players will tank it, too. I, I, I guess I see them winning it in a close series.
0: He's totally lost his locker room. Nobody respects him. Yeah.
1: On, on the other hand, the Washington locker room hasn't been good in a lot of years. So, not that that helps or hurts this particular series, but I, I'm, picking, I'm picking Washington in Washington close Nicolas. The
0: West. This is way more interesting. Than the the
1: West is crazy. So so everybody's in it in the West, right? They're just doing, it like, a 16 game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically.
1: Yeah. Jeez. I wouldn't want to be playing any one of these teams. Um, clearly, New Orleans is not going to beat the Warriors. How
0: many games? I say I'm, six.
1: Really? I was going to say five or six. I, I you know, we...
0: I think Anthony get, Davis can single-handedly he can, right. take a right. game. That's or what I'm gonna
1: say. He can, he can, he can, carry the team for a game or two. But they just don't have, they don't have the team to. They're not gonna to do get it. one.
0: They're not gonna win one in Oakland.
1: No, they'll. <laughs> he'll pick up one or two in in New Orleans. But yeah, they're not gonna win it. But it might be fun to watch that series because. Yeah. Because great players play great Ohio's, when it's when it's on the line, and he's gonna be playing.
0: Two out of the three years Norris Cole has won a championship, so he's on that team. He's, he's <laughs> never missed a playoffs. I mean, you look I at... I love stats like you, that. You look at right. the first half of the Heat season without LeBron, they were actually doing pretty well. Second half, they lose Norris Cole and they fall apart. I mean, Interesting, I right? think Norris Cole was the MVP the, of that team. The, I mean the year And that therefore maybe of the year, right? The, <laughs> the year that LeBron went to the finals, the, the first year that he went with the Heat and lost to the Mavs, who wasn't there? Norris Cole, I mean.
1: Wow, I had not been thinking about the Norris Cole factor. <laughs> you should write a little uh, book about that.
0: <laughs> so Norris he's the MVP. So he's
1: the MVP over the last few years, then, right? Yeah,
0: I, th- I think wow. he's the league's MVP. The
1: underappreciated player. <laughs> okay. I like it. I,
0: he he's had some big minutes in New Orleans already. I mean, against the Spurs the other night, I watched right. that game. He had some big. Yeah, moments. he's
1: not a nobody there, but yeah,
0: he's, he's got the most playoff experience on that. Right, right, team. but
1: you know, every year, every sport, there's somebody like that. You know, yeah. there is. There was a guy for the Dallas Cowboys. He went back and forth between the Cowboys and the Niners. Now I can't remember where else he went, but like he won like six Super Bowls because <laughs> everywhere he went, they were great teams. But yeah, I don't would, think he was... That.
0: Would you rather be a superstar on a bad team like DeMarcus Cousins? Would you rather be a really, really great player on a really, really great team, get one ring and then get injured and you kind of go down in history as that great player that could have been that like won one, but... You know, could right. have, he yeah. could have been Jordan if he kept right. going. but Or would you rather be a bench player on a multiple championship team? Right,
1: Fair question. So since I suck at basketball, uh, the <laughs> just the idea of being on a team is pretty awesome. But big scheme of things, I think I'd rather be, and maybe it's just a personality thing, I'd rather be a bench player who plays on, on, a, fr- on a franchise that just won and won and won and won.
0: Monogenously.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes. I mean, it, but because you're clearly a contributor. maybe a little con- bit further down. You're that, a contributor, right? and I would say but they, probably, but the franchise wins. and I, would, I wouldn't win. say
0: you would be the greatest. This in this situation, I don't think you're the greatest six man of all time. R- right.
1: But some, but to to be a part of a system that wins and wins and wins and wins, yeah. that's pretty impressive. How about you? I would either do
0: that or the injured guy that could have been because right. I, I at least won maybe one or two and I could have right. but at least I go down in history with a good reputation right
1: I mean I think of Bill Walton back in the day I mean he won championships but he spent a lot of time injured And the whole second half of his career he was in well last third of his career he was injured kind of like a
0: Penny Hardaway with one ring
1: there you go yes that's even a better example yeah he was <laughs> boy yeah whatever happened to him
0: <laughs> yeah all right, next series. That one took a while. We got yeah. off there. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. So, uh, so who's the next one? Dallas and. Uh,
0: I think we kind of talked about this one earlier. Oh,
1: uh, we did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, was, but I say what's your final prediction for it?
1: Um. Houston I, seven. Seven. I think Houston's going to take it faster than that. I just don't. I mean, I know we had said you're battling in Texas. But. Well,
0: here's here's the thing. We're going to get to see if playoff Rondo is actually a thing or not.
1: Right, that'll be interesting. I'm thinking, not so much, but <laughs> um, no. I, I I was thinking, I thought that was going to be one of the better scenarios Houston could draw was was Dallas. So I, I I'm thinking wasn't for six.
0: divisions the Clippers could have played them, but you know, yeah,
1: stupid. I haven't quite worked out how those stupid division things work. I hate it. Yeah,
0: Portland has the sixth best record in the West, but they get the fourth seed. Right, it's the dumbest.
1: Yeah. Um, the,
0: the entire Southwest Division is over 500 in the playoffs. Guess, who's over fi- guess how many teams are over 500 in the East?
1: Oh, well, it's like three, right?
0: Five. five, or five. So, Southwest so better divi- than last year. Southwest <laughs> Division equals the Eastern Conference, right. basically.
1: Right. Yeah, well, it's was, it was funny. I mean, last, <laughs> last year the story was, what was it, Phoenix didn't make the playoffs, but they would have been the third seed in the East. Yeah. So totally it's a little bad. bit better this year with OKC. You know, not making the playoffs, but I think they would have been fifth seed in the East, right? Something like that.
0: Tiny bit. So
1: slightly more parity.
0: I think the only thing that helped that was the Hawks being good. That's the only thing that they helped, threw helped everything the everything this Yeah, that's the only thing that actually helped the East. Right. Because Haw- last year the best record in the East was like fifty three or fifty four wins. This year the best record in the East 60, is like sixty. Yeah.
1: And and that's pretty impressive. 60, 60 wins is a good season. Yeah. yeah. The. Uh, that's
0: what the Spurs average.
1: That's yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Because I go back in the day and the Spurs just always stunk.
0: Until they drafted. Until they Duncan. drafted
1: David Robinson. David
0: Robinson. Then Duncan.
1: And then, right. Between, yeah, and then I was forget mm-hmm. about it.
0: Do you think Duncan's top power forward of all time?
1: Yeah, I think so. Again, by that measure of who wins, you know, he wins. He makes his teams win.
0: Although, would you count Chris Paul off the top 10 because he hasn't won a ring?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think once you start talking all time. Iverson
0: would would he be off your top ten shooting guards because of rings?
1: I because if you're I, going by
0: that, then you're saying Norris Cole is better than Allen Iverson. Yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So, so there's <laughs> something's wrong in there somewhere. But I'm not a huge Iverson all oh time great it's, player plan. Um, I Iverson as one of the all time greats. I he doesn't he doesn't do it for me. I mean, he had one. He could shoot the ball, no question. I just didn't. He wasn't. Also, I don't. He I don't know. If,
0: crossovers ever. Yeah, but I just he didn't
1: seem like a team player to me, and <laughs> and if you can't be a team player, then there's no championships. To in be your... fair,
0: the people he did go up against in the finals were the 0-1 Lakers.
1: Yes, <laughs> oh, it, it was a tough. Yeah, but I don't know, you know. And and I he went to the he went to my alma mater. I mean, he's a, he's a Georgetown Hoya, and I want to root for him, but he just never really did it for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Although he was the answer, I guess I just didn't know what the question was.
0: All right, Clippers and Spurs.
1: Oh, uh, this is this is the one everybody wants to talk I about. I think
0: this is this is the biggest. People are oh. saying this is going to go down. It's one of the best first round matchups in NBA history. It, it should,
1: on paper, it is. I mean, on paper, it's fantastic. Who? How do you get teams of that quality playing in the first round of the playoffs? Uh, yeah, I yeah. Before
0: mean, we talk about it too much, what's your prediction?
1: I think Clippers are taking it in seven. Same here. Yeah, I you know, I think the Spurs are just one year too late. I think they're I think that's it.
0: Yeah, I think Kawhi Leonard could here's the thing. I don't think they can guard DJ. DeAndre Jordan they'll use right, ha- got- they'll once DeAndre Jordan starts like get, getting like up into those ten points a game and he starts just like dominating, I think they'll start hacking him. Or who knows, maybe Coach Pop no. will start using it like he'll start using it game. You know, he's going to put out, like, he's going to start three bench players that he never uses. Like, just all to right. have him hack. Yeah, just...
1: I He would, I mean, he has done stuff like that in the past, he, did he it could. this.
0: He did it earlier this season. Yeah. In the regular season, imagine what he'll do in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I just, I, you know, the Spurs have the manpower. I just think they aren't, you know, they're all a little bit, you know, uh, over the top, over the hill. Like I don't but,
0: think Tony Parker can handle Chris Paul. I think... Kawhi Leonard is going to guard Chris Paul, though.
1: Yeah, but I don't think. And then it's not going to stop him. No. And
0: then Duncan's going to have to take Blake Griffin. Then they're out of defenders. Right. Besides, and, Danny Green can take Redick. Right.
1: And, and Duncan uh, isn't as quite as physical as he always has been. And
0: he's he's up there in Defensive Player of the Year, though.
1: I mean. uh, yeah, he is. I just he's just not the same. You know, few wall year, up few, front that he used to be. Few years
0: ago, if it was three six Spurs Clippers. And you had the Clippers team now, but you still had the old the old Spurs. I would choose the
1: Spurs in, like, six or five. Yeah. And 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 that's kind of the point I was making. I mean, these this is a great team, a huge franchise that do you think I, just you think, I just think comes, they're a year too late. I do think you think if the Warriors
0: drop next year and the Spurs have everybody re-signs, all the people who might retire, well, not re-sign, but stay like Manu, Duncan, mm. Pop. Do you think if they stay next year and the Warriors drop off, do you think they have a shot at the title?
1: If the Warriors drop off
0: next season.
1: I don't know. I just I I, I just I don't none of them are getting any younger, you know. I just think they're if the Warriors drop off. I mean, they would have well, I mean, I'm right. Who else is there if it's not the Warriors, you know?
0: the Rockets. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I think I, if the Spurs... if the t- I have trouble getting on the Spurs Rockets, If the Spurs beat the Clippers, then I think they'll get to the conference finals. I think they could handle it. The if Rockets. they
1: beat the Clippers? Uh, oh, If they beat the Clippers, I th- yeah, I think they're going they to the finals, they, yeah.
0: The finals?
1: You, you, no, no, no the, the Western finals. All right. Yeah.
0: Do you think the Warriors would beat them?
1: I think the Warriors are going to beat them, yeah.
0: Even after they manhandled the Warriors?
1: Yeah. You know, every so much changes in the postseason, and I know San Antonio is all about being fantastic in the postseason. I think to get to the finals, the Western conference finals, which they can do, I think they are just going to have I think Pop's gonna pull have have pulled out every trick he's got, and I think everyone's gonna be tired. I just don't see them. I don't see them making it all the way through to the NBA finals.
0: I feel like Popovich has like the play to just he has like one play or like one game plan like hidden like up his sleeve <laughs> that, that he can pull out to just that, win a series <laughs> to just automatically trump card.
1: Right. right. So in any and particular I think if, game, if he, if he was going
0: just... to use it in a series. He would save it for the Warriors.
1: There you go. I like. And I can almost see him doing that. It's like, yeah, I got this one game trump card. I can. Just I feel pull like that's what Carlisle
0: will do with the Mavericks.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He's gonna hope he can. But Mark yeah, Cuban better hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry on Cuban nut job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I yeah, the Cl- Clippers. Spurs is obviously the best first round matchup that I've seen in a long, long, long time. So yeah, you're taking
0: Clippers and seven. I'm
1: going to take the Clippers and seven. Yeah, like I said, I if San Antonio, it, they could do it. They they could. I don't I, I don't San, see them going San, to the
0: San Antonio has a great shot, but I think right. if if
1: if San Antonio wins, they're going to make it to the Western Conference Finals and lose to Golden State.
0: Do you think that series would go to seven? That series, yeah.
1: I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but you know, my theory being that if they don't, my theory being on them losing that series is that they're going to be really tired from having gotten there. So I don't know. Being on the road seven. three times in a row. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think they could win a game seven in Oakland.
1: Has anyone done that? Win three road series in a row to get to the finals? I don't think so.
0: I think I heard somewhere that's been done once.
1: Yeah. I can't think of who it would have been, but wow, that's tough. That's a tough haul. Although, right, I mean, look over the last five years and who else would you want to give it a shot but the Spurs, right?
0: Yeah, it'd be pretty insane But if the Spurs won back because they never won back-to-backs.
1: They never did back-to-backs? Oh, wow. Wow, for a dynasty, which I think they fairly can be called. They're
0: the 2000 dynasty.
1: Yeah, they've never won back to Well, that's true, yeah. It was always about they keep winning.
0: If you had to pick the most dominant dynasties, you would probably pick the Bulls then probably the Spurs, Celtics, or Lakers.
1: Yeah, the, the, I mean, it, back in the day, it would have been either Celtics, Lakers, and those were great dynasties because they intersected so perfectly. It was, it
0: was the almost with, never the that problem, anyone. The problem with those is that they both won tons. The Spurs are right, the at only the same team. Time. To, the Spurs right. are the only team to win a lot in the. Right, right. I mean, and Celtics, Sierra.
1: Lakers. is every other year: Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers. Yeah. But yeah, Pistons. Spur- right, right. Throw some Pistons, and then the Bulls did it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, and the then Spur- the Spurs. And right, then- Spurs. Yeah, to, to me, uh, and everybody loves to glorify the old Lakers and Celtics teams. To me, it's the Spurs and the and then the Bulls, in the late nineties. That was those are the franchise. Those are the f- dynasties. Do
0: you think if LeBron stayed in Miami, do you think they could have been a dynasty? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think anywhere he goes, they have a chance to win. And then you put good players around him like that. Yeah, they could have just kept winning and winning.
0: Do you think the big three in Cleveland is better than the big three in Miami?
1: No. I think the big three in Miami is better. I know. That's not the popular <laughs> That's not the popular opinion. The
0: opinion. I, I would have to agree with you. If they found... If they... I've heard some people say that Rondo and Kevin Love are going to just have... Like, sit down, have dinner one day, and be like, Where do you want to go this season? This <laughs> this offseason well, they're going to be like I think the Lakers look like a good destination like, <laughs> wow. let's do it right. we'll shift <laughs> the power together. over to
1: well that would they be could, interesting they,
0: even if they were both on if Ronda, Rondo and Kevin Love led team would barely make the 8th seed in the
1: well, Western I mean, Conference
0: right. maybe not
1: well they're yeah they don't they don't bring quite the level of talent that yeah. you know, I mean, a LeBron have, I mean, maybe if anywhere.
0: Kobe was healthy next season maybe they could make it crack the 8th seed but is he still alive? <laughs> I mean, he tore his rotator cuff. I, he he has one more season. He's done, I think.
1: Yeah, he's... Uh, but I was thinking about him. If it's,
0: he was in the league for five more years, he would be the top scorer of all time. But right, yeah. I don't think he wants to do that. I don't think he... He seemed like so... Like, not unenthused, he's, but he, he, he was seems like... He done. When he when like passed Jordan for the third on all time, he's kind of like, Meh, whatever. Yeah, he
1: just, he's, his enthusiasm level seems to have dropped. I think he's
0: yeah.
1: he's kind of done.
0: Everybody talks about him go getting that last ring, but right, I, yeah, I
1: don't see it happening.
0: 0-10 was the last one.
1: Yeah, the. Uh, though I was thinking about him today as I was hearing the president of the NBA Players Association talk about the rules about how young, you know, you can't, you have to be 19 to enter the league now. And I think you know Kobe was one of the right out of high school players as was LeBron.
0: Guess who was right out of high school that you wouldn't expect? You Gerald Green
1: really <laughs> yeah he was straight how did i not know school? that wow huh which of these things is not like the other yeah i was not picturing him at all yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: i know that's so strange
1: yeah no, i mean I, when
0: you look out the other players that came out of high school
1: yeah i mean see. well i guess we only hear about the real success ones yeah because they were saying the the players' association lady was saying there's between like six and ten every year who do it but they never make the teams you know they they come out and they they declare and they get either drafted or, or signed in as a 10-day contract right but none of them ever make teams but yeah I and mean, there were there were some some great players Sean um Sean Kemp was great he came out um but yeah I mean Kobe's sort of the Kobe and LeBron are the poster children for <laughs> skipping college
0: LeBron's still like I heard he's like an insanely smart guy. Oh,
1: he, he and he clearly is. I mean, or, or he's surrounded by really, really, really smart people. But he uh, he doesn't seem to let himself get into the trouble that, that others around him do.
0: Yeah, I heard J.R. Smith saying something funny. He's He did an interview about what he likes better about Cleveland than New York. He says, the reason my game has been so much better is because Cleveland... Has taken away the nightlife from me. It's not. It's kind of boring and not exciting. He's like insulting the city of Cleveland, but talking about how it improves his game. Right. He basically he said, Cleveland is a better place for my basketball game because it's boring. That's funny. He's like I could focus more on basketball wow. and less on having fun.
1: I was reading, uh, not to shift gears totally, but the uh, the whole kerfuffle with the Hawks players and yeah. The well, it police turns and, out, yeah,
0: yeah, Thabo got chased. Him and Paro Antics—they got stopped by a cop on the way to their car. They weren't even at the club.
1: Yeah, and then there's some video, but it was. But what I heard that was interesting was some some interviews about not even with them, but just with other basketball players who made the point that one, these guys are not troublemakers. They have never been, you know, extracurricular problem people, um, and then also. That, you know, being out late at night in a city for these people, you know, their nine to five job starts at, you know, seven o'clock at night. So two in the morning is for them going out and having some fun is kind of like me going out at six (laughs) o'clock in the evening after work and having a beer. I mean, that's not, it's not a fair comparison to make. These are people who work very, very hard during their season and. They want to go out and do something, and that's what else can you do at 3 in the morning in a big city. There aren't that many options to go do something fun. Um, and I hadn't really thought of it like that. It made it much more defensible.
0: There was a uh, funny article on Grantland that said um, the dream situation for each playoff team this year, and the Atlanta Hawks one was they lose to the Cavs in the um, semifinals. I think this is what it was. The, no, not yeah, they lose to the Cavs in the mm. Eastern Conference Finals. Stabo Tabo uses his manpower as being an NBA player to sue um the,
1: uh, the police the department NYPD for right. like almost a billion dollars.
0: <laughs> he buys the Hawks <laughs> <laughs> and like signs all these great free agents or whatever. I like, like it. And they win the championship four years in a row. <laughs>
1: wow, I hadn't mean, that's uh that is a scenario I had not I had not really thought about.
0: Not that an, much an, of a far fetch, an one interesting <laughs> way to go. Yeah, I mean after, especially because there's some, now some of the ones were really far fetched, right. but that one I was like, I like that.
1: Especially with now he, videotape he, backing them up on this stuff yeah. with the police. Yeah, should be interesting. <laughs> 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 buy the Hawks. I like it. Well, I wish I could buy them. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's to me just the absolute crazy story of the year. Is the it's the Hawks.
0: So we got Thabo Sweeney buying the Hawks from Clippers for his round one matchup.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, if only he had the money, he could have bought the franchise from Donald Sterling uh, from, uh yeah, am I getting his name right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Because there's, yeah, a couple of years ago, and that would have been more fun. All
0: right, let's get to our last matchup, and then I guess we can finish off with a few minutes of free agents.
1: Who's, who's who's the last matchup? Who didn't we do? 4-5 West. 4-5 West. Oh, yeah because who cares? <laughs> four <laughs> four <laughs> Memphis. I mean, it's like the 4-5 in the East. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Portland shouldn't be the four seed, so I kind of want Memphis to win.
0: Memphis is limping into this series yeah. too, and it's just... Both of these teams are, like, at the lowest point during their season.
1: Yeah. You know what? Mostly because I want them to win, I'm going to say Memphis and six. Memphis and six,
0: too. I just yeah. think without Wesley Matthews, the Portland Trailblazers are not an, an NBA
1: team. <laughs> <laughs> not an NBA team. Wow. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. I, you know I'm joking. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. But you know you, they, yeah, they aren't. They aren't at their peak for the year, and even their peak for the year, they weren't as good as the Grizzlies were. So I don't, I don't see I don't see them winning this series.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and the only reason they're there is because of the stupid seating thing, which the I division I, I hate it. I hate I hate the way that works. It should just be.
0: Yeah. Well, the Clippers could be playing the Trailblazers and possibly sweeping them. Right? Like, yeah, no. it, would, it would change. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it changes but, everything. When they, and now, because of that stupid rule, two of the top, one of the two of the top three teams in the NBA right now is going to have to go out in the first round. Yeah, it's. It's just ridiculous. Yep. Yeah.
1: And now, on the other hand, they made the rule, and now people are talking about it. So maybe that's all they wanted gonna, to do. Probably,
0: I heard that they're even going to look into new rules for the whole like hack a whatever strategy, because more and more teams are using it against, like, there's, like, one player on every team that it can be used against. Right. And...
1: And there are players on every team whose role is just to go out there and hack.
0: Yeah. And (laughs) Coach Pop, during the last few minutes of the Pelicans-Spurs game, he started hacking Omer Asik, who is a 60% free throw shooter, I'm pretty sure. It's not even like he's in the... Right. Like, 10 worst. It's, like...
1: Yeah, still... He's got the stats with him, you know. It's funny we do. You know, we uh, throughout this podcast we we talked about coach of the year and stuff, and yet in every conversation we've brought up Popovich and his strategies, and you know he's like kind of like when we were talking to MVP and LeBron, how people just don't want to vote for LeBron anymore.
0: Coach Pop,
1: Pop is you know he that was he has <laughs> mastered. Running his team to win championships, not to win games.
0: And now again, we're talking about the Clippers and Spurs because it's hard to divert divert your attention. It is that—that's
1: the series. And and but he's you know every conversation you have about how a team's doing something or how a coach is doing, you gotta we end up mentioning what Pop's doing. Yeah, he's not gonna absolutely. He's not in the conversation for coach of the year, really. But he kind of is the coach of the last five years.
0: coach of the last 15 years. Yeah, last 15 years, yeah. Alright, let's talk about your most anticipated free agents of this offseason. Mine is LaMarcus Aldridge, Kevin Love, and Rondo. I don't think much needs to be I, said
1: I, about that. I, I was thinking Love and Rondo. Um, Rondo's interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see what he does this postseason.
0: Offseason, you mean?
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, he's a uh, I don't know, he's got this weird sort of resume that he can bring.
0: I I think if he goes off in the... I think if Dallas gets out of the first round because of Rondo, and he, like, goes off in the first round or whatever, then I think he gets a bigger contract than he would otherwise. Because right now, the way he's playing, he's not a max money guy. Like, he was. I think he
1: thinks he's a better player, or he has better value than he actually has.
0: That's what a lot of people think, too. Sorry, we
1: have a dog dying in the background?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, um, he's one of the worst shooting point guards. The,
1: the he he had this second cachet. to Ricky
0: Rubio, who is the absolutely right. worst shooting point guard in NBA history. He had
1: this cachet <laughs> coming out of the Celtics, where he had sort of helped them. You know, he was the extra guy who helped them win a championship. And
0: do you, who do you think was their big three? Pierce, Garnett, and Ray Allen, or Pierce, Garnett, and Rondo?
1: I think well. Mm, people will get upset with me but I think it was uh, Pierce Garnett and Rondo. I mean that was the combination that won. Um, but the one that looked really good and got really far and scored a lot of points was with Allen. Yeah. But again, I was never the huge. I mean, they
0: were always on the same team. But you, if you have to narrow right. down to narrow
1: down to the three that a made big it, three, yeah, like you know, no, I think it was those... Like, well, I, well Ron I mean, always
0: seems to have, except for it's, uh, the first years he was on the right, Cavs.
1: Right, right, but it's that, but it's, uh, but I think it's that that made Rondo think he's better than maybe he really is. Because yeah. you know, I wouldn't be too bad if I surrounded myself with those people, <laughs> and you know, I can't hit the rim.
0: On, man, but and then the And player. then
1: love, love will be interesting to see what happens there. Um,
0: do you think any of those guys go to the Lakers?
1: I don't see anyone. go. I don't see any of those guys going to the Lakers. I know Knicks. the Lakers want... Uh, Knicks, yeah. You can see
0: them?
1: Yeah. I mean, because I mean, Jackson wants... He needs to do something. He didn't... None of the things that do everyone thought he would, he would do, do at you the think beginning. think he would he
0: offer did. Rondo Max money?
1: No, I don't think he's going to offer Rondo max money. I think what Jackson's love? always offered is... He might offer love max money, but he's... Kawhi. Kawhi's not going
0: to New York, but do you think he's no, going to offer he, max money?
1: I, I don't see Jackson doing a lot of max money kind of offers. I mean, I think he he tries to sell a system that says you can win. I think it's going to be a hard sell because he's in New York. Um,
0: love I can see going
1: to New York. I could see love in New York. I can't see Rondo in New York. I could... Can't see Kawhi there either.
0: No, Kawhi's going to want to be on a good team. I yeah. think the Rockets could really use him. They could use a wingman like that. I yeah. mean, they have Trevor Ariza, but...
1: Yeah, I don't know what kind of money they have. I know that at least the Knicks have going for them. They got the money they do could Do you think spend.
0: if the Rockets had gotten Chris Bosch in the offseason for their power forward position, how good do you think they would have finished the season? I mean, I know Chris Bosch has the whole lung thing, but...
1: Oh, yeah, I think I think they would have been the story in the West that we were talking about this year. I think more than Golden State. I think we would have been talking about, "Wow, Houston!" You know, who's ever seen these guys play like this? Not since you know Hakeem. I they, think
0: the Rockets were the losers last off season. They didn't get Bosch. They gave away. They didn't get to re-sign Chandler Parsons. Right. They just like they made a bunch of room for Bosch. and then just if
1: they'd happened. got, a, I think they would have been the they would have been the class of the West this year. I do, I do think that.
0: Yeah, I think cool. Kawhi Leonard. I could. Us Clippers could use him, but I doubt, Us Clippers, yeah. I, I, I doubt he would go to the Clippers, to L.A., but, uh...
1: Yeah, it'd be. I mean, you've mentioned the... I think
0: if you're going to go to a team that you... if <laughs> The L.A. team right now is the Clippers. Like, yeah. That's the team of L.A. right yeah. now. Yeah, well,
1: it's funny you mentioned the Lakers a couple times. I just don't hear anybody talking about wanting to go to the Lakers, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I know L.A. is a big market, but I don't know how much the Clippers have under the salary cap.
1: Yeah. I always think it's funny that, you know, for so long, it was just, you know, there's another team in L.A. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's... Yeah, where do they play?
0: (laughs) What are those Lakers doing?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, at that point, the West playoffs are going to be pretty pretty good because take away the 4-5 matchup, which I said earlier that I don't like. I mean, any of these teams are fun. They're all fun to watch.
0: Yeah, except for... uh... Portland and Memphis, <laughs> right?
1: You scratch, scratch those off. I don't. Yeah.
0: Those games are going to be like sixty points max. <laughs> <season> <laughs> yeah. Well, game. it's going to be the
1: ugly part. Yeah.
0: Same with the uh, Toronto and Washington. I mean, Toronto is. A oh my God! Yeah. Toronto has those a decent East offense, is, but you
1: know. Yeah. Well, you and I watched the so Wizards game the other day With the Pacers. Was oh
0: my, That was, double like, that in was the double overtime. I think that was probably <laughs> the boringest double <laughs> overtime game in the. History of NBA was basketball. Terrible. No, nobody was excited. Nobody
1: wanted to hit there. I remember we were excited because the score differential was an odd number, so yeah, we so thought we it wouldn't go to a third overtime. Yeah, that's why we were excited. <laughs>
0: that's what we got excited about during that game that it couldn't go into a third overtime.
1: Yeah, that that was that was kind of brutal. I
0: just that's, that's just I I don't even have words. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, that and the fact that it was delaying the viewing of the actual West Con- Western Conference game. That <laughs> was, was going to be interesting.
0: Yeah. But uh, I think that wraps it up for today. Okay.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Well, Thank you, sir.
0: Hopefully we will have another podcast after the second round. If we find the free time. Because this one took forever to schedule. Yeah, it
1: did. It did. Well, you know, busy lives. Lots of NBA stuff going on.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, have a good night. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Peace. Oh, God. This mouse. Oh no! Well, guys, you're gonna be here forever. <laughs> it <now>. won't stop. <laughs> oh, I, I found the mouse. Stupid double monitors. Goodbye.